hello and welcome to another episode of the Zion Experience. We call it the TZE, and we've got a very special guest today. Uh, one of the things we try to do is, is meet people out in the industry or, or have uh, friends, and this person happens to be both. Uh, Miss Patrice Adams is on with us today, and I'm going to let Jordan introduce her in a minute, but uh, we're glad to have you. If this is your first time on the episode, welcome. If you're a returning guest and you listen to our nonsense and to our technology talks and to all that, that we do here at Zion, we appreciate you. So uh, if it is your first time, just, just so you know, we, we do the, um, there's a video version that's out on YouTube. And then we're on all the other main podcast channels. So you can find us. I'm trying to do this because as we, we start and I'll probably forget to do it next time. But we are out on Spotify. We're out on um, on Amazon and we're out on Apple Podcasts. And you can find us there and be sure to subscribe. And we always post about this. We try to drop an episode every two weeks and uh, we meet people in the industry. We just sometimes have fun talking uh Jordan and myself back and forth and others from Zion. And then we meet unique people in our industry. So welcome to the Zion experience. And uh, I'm going to turn it over to you, Jordan. All right. Yeah. Well, excited to have Patrice on today. Patrice, myself and Jimmy have spent a lot of years working together uh, in past lives and have certainly developed a friendship out of that. But let me, let me start with a little bit about Patrice. So Patrice is the founder and owner of the Designery Creative Studio, which is a marketing agency that focuses on helping companies craft their brand and generate awareness around their unique positioning in their industry. With an unwavering focus on achieving goals, Patrice possesses a wealth of experience in crafting and executing strategic marketing campaigns that attract new customers, foster strong client relationships, and elevate partner alliances for the companies she works with. So that's a little bit about Patrice. Patrice, how are you doing today? Hello. I'm doing great. How are you all? We're doing good. Where are we? Are we at home today with the, with the background there or what do we got going on? Yeah, we are at home on the third floor hiding away from the dog. <laughs> well, <laughs> we were just talking about the dogs and Patrice's now love of the, of the dog animals. It wasn't that way when we first met, but I think I had something to do with that. So Patrice, why don't you tell the, oh. the audience here what, uh, what we just, what the recent addition is to the family? Yes, yeah, so I we have two huskies, and we recently just added a third. So we have two boy or two girls and one boy. So you know, I'm curious when you got the second husky. The reason behind yeah. it was, well, I don't want what was your first husky's husky's name? Kona. What, what is it? Kona. Hona. You said I don't want Hona to be by by herself. So she needs someone to play with and have. So you got a second one. So then yes. what was the logic and reasoning on the third one? I've always wanted the third one. That was oh, always the I plan. <laughs> I see. I see. Gotcha. Well, anyways, glad to have you on today. Uh, we don't get to see each other as, as often as we used to. Um, we, we, mm -hmm. When Patrice and I first started working together, we sat probably, I don't know, eight feet apart from each other. And it was just, I just yeah. run around and there would be Patrice. So I got to know her really well. Um, and just really excited and proud of what you've been able to do of opening up your own company, focusing on marketing. And just, I think Jimmy and I wanted to have you on today to talk about what you've been up to, what you're doing, how things are going and just, just kind of catch up. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what we'll start with, we've got some questions we'll ask you, we'll keep it conversational in nature, but just 
Patrice, what inspired you to start your own marketing company? It's going to sound crazy, but I've always, since college, wanted to start my own company. I didn't know what I wanted it to be yet. So in college, my undergrad, I studied animation and video editing. So originally, I thought, okay, everyone stream who's an animation student, I'm going to work for Pixar. I'm going to work for Disney. You know, learn the ropes, go out there, learn the ropes first. And then eventually my my dream was to just start my own animation studio. Obviously, life happens, things change. Um, wasn't able to do that, wasn't able to work for Pixar or Disney. Um, and then so I ended up going to grad school and studying media design, which focused on um, branding, which I love branding because it encompasses the entire company and what you do and your voice, your messaging, your audience, how you make them feel. So I was very intrigued by that. So I think my, again, the goal was to always own my own something. I just didn't know what that was. And now it's very clear. Obviously I'm doing it, my own marketing and studio, so. Gotcha, awesome. Yeah. A question out of that, you know, you speak to, because we've talked about this in the past, you know, you have marketing mm -hmm. strategies and you have branding strategies, right? Mm -hmm. and, and the brand is really important to the success of the organization, especially for someone like us at starting off, mm -hmm. right? Zion mm -hmm. Solutions Group. And mm -hmm. um, Jim's done a, a really good job of getting our message out there. And what we talk about building the brand, right? Mm -hmm. So when you think about when you hear people talking through marketing and you talk about building the brand, do you view those things as two different things? Do you view them as one and the same? Is there fundamental differences? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, to me, they're two different things. Um, so branding, as you said, branding is you're bringing your brand out there. You're bringing awareness to your brand. So what does your brand stand for? What are its values? What's your messaging? What makes you different? Um, than other companies out there who are in your industry. So that's, to me, that's different than marketing. So there's brand marketing, and then there's product marketing. So it is as it sounds. So there's brand marketing, which is you're marketing your brand. You're trying to get people to, to know you, to understand who Zion is. And then you have your product marketing so or your solution. So whatever you offer, whatever your services are, your product, your services, whatever that is, that's what you're marketing. And that too has its own, I guess you would call it subcategories underneath that. So what makes your product or your service so different than your direct competitor? You know, why should your customer choose you over your competitor? So, I mean, there's different nuances to both, but I think of them as two totally different things. I know a lot of people mesh them together a lot, um, but yeah, no, I think of them as two different things. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought I was going to, I was giving Jimmy a chance to jump in because I had another question, but I didn't want to hog the airtime to start off here. But <laughs> I know that you're, you're, you're more... quiet over there. That's unusual. <laughs> well, you know, Listen, it's, it's very unusual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was lit, I was letting you go with it because I'm, I'm interested. I, I think a lot of people struggle with, well, what's marketing and what's branding. And I, I agree with you. I think there's two totally different things. And I think there's, I think marketing has trans there's been a transformation in what's true marketing. Perhaps branding was a subsection of marketing in the past, but I think you can almost in today's world, especially with the, 
the tools available to all of us, the ability to really brand yourself. And there's multi layers of branding. There's the personal brand and then there's the, mm-hmm. the company brand and then there's mm-hmm. internal to the company, what brands you mm-hmm. might have. And so I, I think mm-hmm. it's just a really neat conversation. I was trying to soak in and listen. I had been moonlighting yeah. as a marketing person for how long I, I, I pulled the short <laughs> sticks out of everything, Patrice, and somehow you'll you'll appreciate this. Guess what? It's guess how this started. So originally it was going to be Drew, and okay. I think Chuck, and I couldn't help myself but get involved in it as well. Jordan's pretty good at staying out of what he didn't need to be in the middle of, or if he didn't get yeah. selected for. The rest of us are not so good. So Drew figured out pretty quick that it was like, yeah, no, not not for me. He he's good at it. <laughs> He is really good strategic branding looking forward, but as you can imagine, yeah. he needs to do other things. And yeah, uh, and then Chuck and I both kind of took this on and we've been tag teaming it for a while. And we we've got, I know you've met some of them, but we got, we got a marketing team and um, yeah, mm-hmm. had a lot of success, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, I've learned a lot. Yeah. I've learned I'm not creative at colors. <laughs> I have no idea what font you could, sh- I can tell you what fonts I like to look at, but no idea yeah. what goes together and yeah. the, uh, see, first thing we did was design brand or the brand guidelines and yeah yeah wasn't my wasn't my specialty in life well he is good he is good at what yeah. he does takes him some time to get there and you should see one one day maybe after this or a couple of weeks from now we'll show you the iterations and archives of the zion logo and how many colors <laughs> and different looks and finalists and revisions and comments back. And I bet you can guess, you know, the, the founders of Zion is Jordan, Jimmy, Drew, and Chuck. So yeah. as you know, you know all four. There's yeah. one in there that's really big at ideas. Not so yeah. much execution, but mm-hmm. and you can probably guess who that is. And so we'd yep. get a logo back. We'd have We're some thoughts. About we'd Drew. have some ideas. We're uh-huh. talking about Drew. I said, quit talking about Drew. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Drew. Right. Um, oh my but no, Drew's done a really nice job. I mean, it was pretty cool at Premat this year. Um, we were at that point, we were only 12 months into it, right? And mm-hmm. uh, yep, yep. this year. And it felt like walking around the people had they, you know, not everybody I can say knew exactly what we did. That wasn't our point, mm-hmm. right? People mm-hmm. knew. They knew the Zion logo. They knew the name. And that prompted them to ask, man, I've seen you guys everywhere. Tell me more about you. And I think that's the intent of brand, mm-hmm. right? Is you want people, you want to have a recognizable name that people then, you know, reach out and ask about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wanted to just go back a little bit to what Jimmy said about different types of branding. So yeah, you have your personal branding and then you have your corporate branding, your, you know, branding your company. And then you have, and it's probably not the right term, but it's kind of like employee branding. So almost like you want to, if you're trying to attract um, a certain type of employee and you want it to be a great place to work, you want to show that we have a good culture, company culture, um, we care about our employees, that's branding. And so, you know, so you, you're trying to attract, um, you know, just new recruits. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Branding, it's always been there. But I think lately people are really starting to put a label and a name to it. And people are really starting to look at it and recognize these things are important. So let's actually invest time and money. It takes money to do those things. Yeah. 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 I, I totally agree. 
I think we can pivot yeah. and I, I could speak about branding for, we've got a philosophy. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I, I think one of the things I would say, I was going to talk about this with you later and we may come back to it, Patrice, but mm-hmm. I think the thing about branding and or marketing in a professional or personal way is like that, what the approach that, that we've tried to take. And I'm interested to hear this because it's going to, it's going to lead into the next question is, Okay. It's easy to be who you are and what you are. And I think the stronger you are aligned and you can match your brand, um, either corporate, as you said, or your personal side to what you truly are and who you really are and how you live and the values you have and the way you want to have a, the culture at your company, it's mm-hmm. easier. And I think yeah. a lot of people get stuck in that because they don't want to show them their true selves. They're, yes. they're afraid of that real voice. They're afraid of how the, the market and just society in general, right? There's a lot of people yeah. that get offended easily. There's a lot of people that make judgment without facts. There's a lot of people that's just like we, we in a professional setting, there's a lot of people come from a different generation where you didn't just openly speak and have your opinion and just, you know, are judgy for lack of a better mm-hmm. word. So mm-hmm. one of the things I think we found pretty easy is we tell people all the time, whether it's right or wrong, we're not scared to fail. We're not scared to to put something out. That's not, you know, that could be improved upon instead of, per- it's not perfection for us. It's progress. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, but we've really focused hard on associating our values, who we are as people to what the company we want to be and ultimately how we do mm-hmm. business. And so yeah, we, we don't have to have a piece of paper that tells us that we can get on a call like this and tell you exactly what we're made of. And yeah, hopefully that's pulled through in the brand. So your brand yeah. is your voice and the, the, the mm-hmm. more authentic and closer you are to your real voice, the mm-hmm. better that brand stands out to me. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely there. right. Let me go into the second question because this is why mm-hmm. Jacob cuts me off. See, Jake Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan got me I'm started. <laughs> what uh, when you're approaching, you know, like you you've got your business and congratulations, by the way. I, I know you. you've been kind of doing this in parallel as your professional mm-hmm. career was going on, and uh, you've mm-hmm. got a lot of talents uh, that that I came to appreciate working with you, and just we wish you well in that certainly, but congratulations. It's not easy to start your own business. And I know you've had yeah. some success and you shared that. <laughs> we want to brag on you a little bit at, at the end or let you brag on yourself about your business. But uh, how do you approach? So you're going in, you're trying to get a new mm-hmm. client. You're you're in multiple different industries. We're very specific to supply mm-hmm. chain and material handling. And it's kind of, mm-hmm. it. I wouldn't say it's an easier industry, but it's a real mm-hmm. different industry to really do true it marketing is. and branding because it's all relationships. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a stronger relationship synergy than it is maybe the brand and in the marketing side. And, but you're going in, you got a new customer, you've got to mm-hmm. sell a strategy or you're, you're trying to pick one. How do you go about knowing that you got mm-hmm. diversity? How do you mm-hmm. go about picking out a client's specific needs or, or your target audience and just what's your approach to that? Yeah. So the first thing I do is I have a conversation just like we're having with the client and I ask them, you know, what is your goal? What do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish? And most of the time they start out with one thing. And then by the end of the conversation, it's something completely different because they don't understand or not all of them, but most of them don't understand what it takes to reach that goal. So I ask them, what is your goal? Is it to increase your sales? Is it to increase brand awareness? Like, what is it? What is 
And then after that, I we go through, you know, your target audience, what's your, what's your ideal customer? Um, where do they, do you know where they live? Just to understand if they know their customer, do you know where they're most, do they mostly do they mostly live on LinkedIn? Do they mostly live um, in trade shows? Um, you know, where do they live? And then obviously like you go through, you know, what are, what's so special about you? What's so special about your company? What's so special about your brand? What's so special about your product? So that's where the customer basically educates me on them. And then after that, then we'll go through, I'll just like throw out some different ideas to them. Um, and then for, and then I ask them, what is your budget? A lot of people don't, <laughs> the answer, the most common answer I get is, well, how much would you charge for something like this? Well, it depends on what you want. So it's, it's so different. So what I typically do is I, I just walk away from the conversation, think about what we talked about, and I put together a proposal for them. And then we go from there. You know, like you said, it's, we don't always get it right the first time. So I'll come to them with a proposal. We'll talk about it. Um, they're like, wow, I didn't know that marketing could be so, <laughs> could be so expensive. Like, yeah, you're investing in your brand. It's an investment. So although with marketing and branding, it's not a direct profit, but it still brings profit just in a roundabout way, if that makes sense. So, yeah, that's essentially how I approach it. But I really encourage customers to really understand and think about what you really want. And your budget is important. Think about your budget. Realistically, how much do you want to spend on this? And it can be in phases. It doesn't have to be one chunk, one large chunk. It can be in phases. And then because what you do is you work your plan, like you, we've all said, you know, since working together, you work your plan, you figure out what works, what doesn't work, and then you adjust and then you move on from there. Same with marketing, same thing. So, yeah. That's awesome. I like how you bring up because it's, it's a lot of times companies look at direct correlated cost and you got a cause in effect and you put a, a cost number down and you say, okay, well, tie that back to how do I tie marketing dollars back to close sales or driving revenue? And it's mm -hmm. not an easy, I, you can't, I don't think you can do it. There's indirect, you can get, you can mm -hmm. get metric based. There's certainly, certainly metrics that help you understand is, is your brand growing? Is it strong? There's, there's surveys, but a lot of it's touchy. It's not, it's, mm -hmm. you can't do a direct correlation on it. And um, I think most companies, uh Oh, we lost Jordan. Most companies, um, try to tend that the good ones put three to 5% of their, their budget go to marketing. And mm -hmm. uh, what'd you do there, Jordan? Mic issues. He, he, he's having a mic issue. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. You get three to 5% of your budget goes towards marketing. And we've certainly put a substantial portion of our, it's one of our, our biggest line items because of, of what we needed to do in terms of associating the four of us and now our team to the mm -hmm. new logo, the new brand, the new yeah. Zion solutions group name. So I enjoyed that. Yeah. Sounds like you got yourself a process. Have we designed the process and put it down into a six step method or done anything like that with it? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the process is pretty much this to me, pretty much the same for each, you know, different client, each customer. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to say too would bring up is, you know, going back to the target audience and defining your target audience. Um, a lot of people too, they tend to go the, 
just the generic route of their target audience, like male between these ages, they typically like this or that. And I saw this on LinkedIn and it's so funny and I'll email it to you. So maybe, you know, you guys can pop it up while editing. Um, so they were a company was trying to define their target audience and they described. And so there's a picture of King Charles III on one side and a picture of Ozzy Osbourne on the other. And if you just go by the umbrella, just generic term, they're both male. They were both, they both were born in 1948. They both were raised in the UK. They both were married twice and they both are wealthy. Those are two completely personalities, right? But if you just go by just those bullet points that I listed, you're going to be throwing, you know, spaghetti at a wall, just seeing what sticks essentially. So you really have to look at the behavioral data too around your target audience, look at their goals or attitudes, their needs. So you can't just go off of those generic things, but defining, really defining your target audience and, and understanding what their pain points are will really drive your marketing strategy and what you do to reach them. So I, I'll send that to you, but I thought it was, it's pretty funny, but it's pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I think that's been, we, we've had our team has asked us like, who are you, who are you profiling here? And I think LinkedIn's unique. Because I'm convinced that LinkedIn, I know we have an audience that are some of our target audiences, potential employees. Um, I know there's some there's some customers out there. I don't think a lot of people are going to make buying decisions for the systems integration world off of LinkedIn. They're not going to mm -hmm. go open it and say, well, let me go see which companies posted on LinkedIn today and I'm going to buy from them. Uh, but yeah. I think relationships connect there. And then I believe there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of thought leadership sharing in terms of our company looks at what other companies doing and vice versa. And you see a, you see a lot of, uh, a lot of companies are, are copycatting and, and they're <laughs> learning and so it's, it's unique LinkedIn specifically. Um, and yeah. we've chosen, you probably are well more versed than we are, but we we've chosen, I mean, there's Facebook, there's, there's X now instead of Twitter, I guess is, yeah, doing whatever Elon's doing, but X and um and Instagram, and then there's TikTok, and there's all these mm -hmm. different really great social media outlets. But mm -hmm. what uh, what we've stuck with is LinkedIn. So I'm sure yeah. you have you know your way around all of them. Um, do you have a preference? This is kind of off script, but that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's you, fine. You have a preference, like where, where, where? What's your favorite social media? And um, yeah. what do you like the best? Yeah. So for, I'll say this, for my company, I tend to lean heavily on uh, LinkedIn because although I am targeting customers in various industries, but my main target audience is in the material handling world because I've noticed a gap there. So there are, there are marketing agencies that do specialize in you know the material handling world um, but it's very few and what i've noticed um, while working for a corporate company um, in this industry is that if you are looking for outside help and you hire a marketing agency they have no idea about the this our world they have no idea 
So instead of you hiring a helping hand and thinking like, okay, great, I can give you this and I can move about my day and work on what I need to work on. That's not the case because you're, you, you're educating them and whole, and then for the most part, again, they don't get it right the first time. So they come back to you with something you're like, that's not exactly, that's not, that's not right. So <laughs> then you have to go back. So I noticed a, a little, a need there. So although, um, you know, I am currently working with companies who um, are software startups and who um, are event planning production companies, I, you know, and there I am working with some companies in this world. But so I tend to lean more on LinkedIn because that's where those companies are and that's where those decision makers are. Uh, but for my personal, I, I do everything. Um, minus TikTok. I'm not really on TikTok a lot. I've noticed like, you know, this, my generation, we're not on TikTok as much as the younger generation is. And I say younger as if like, I'm not young. I'm young, but. <laughs> Are you Instagram, Facebook or you Instagram, Facebook or. Yeah, I'm Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. That's where I am. And so my company, obviously, I took up the handle on all of those minus TikTok just because I don't want somebody else um, claiming to be the designer and creative studio on those handles. But uh, but yeah, I mainly for my company, I live on LinkedIn. And it's funny because I'm working with another client. He's in the real estate world. And his company, he's kind of branching out and he wants his company to be everything for his for his clients. So his clients are landlords. And so instead of a landlord, you know, going and hiring a third party HVAC company, he wants that landlord to go to him. And so the first thing he hired me for was social media, just consulting, because he wants him, him and his team to do it on his own. So I partnered with, you know, other creatives out there. I've been to a ton of networking events, partnered with other creatives who really specialize in those things. And now they're working on, we're working together with this client on social media. And it's funny because he just had no idea. Like he just thought, oh, you just post randomly every now and then it's fine. And once we're in week, we are in week two of a five-week program with him, and he has tons of questions. He had no idea what it's so social media. It, it's a lot, but it can be very powerful too. And again, going back, it depends on what where your audience lives, what channels they're on, and that's where you know your company should live the most. So, Patrice, with with your company and with the engagements mm -hmm. that you're doing. Are you seeing that you're staying on maybe longer than, and I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to phrase this, your typical engagement length. Are you seeing that people are keeping you on for longer than maybe they originally anticipated just because it isn't as easy as people think that it is to, to your point, to go out there and just blast things on social media and do other things. Do your, does your company do more of like a, Hey, this is a three month engagement or reevaluate. How, do, how does it work with the designer creative studio? just in general with the, just yeah. any project. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. So again, depends on what they're, what they're looking for. So I gave you an example for that client. Another example would be, I had a client who came to me and he said, um, Hey, I have this software startup and 
my goal is just to get in front of my target audience and just start to sell my products. I'm like, okay, do you have a website? Yeah, I have a website. Checked it out. There's barely anything on it. Do you have brochures? No. Are you on social media? No. Okay, so we have some work to do. So before I can start helping you market your product, we have to build this foundation. So I laid out a three-month um, timeline for him. And each month is obviously, it's, it's jam-packed. So month one is building, basically building his brand, like the foundational things. Month two is building, you know, his marketing material, templates, anything. So that way he can be self-sustainable as well if I'm not in the picture anymore. And then month three is actually marketing. So it really depends on what that company or what that need is for that company. So again, in the beginning of this conversation, I said some people think they know what they want, but in the end, they have no idea. So this guy, for example, thought, oh, I just need a few marketing digital campaigns and then I'm good to go. No, actually, you need way more than that. So yeah, yeah. yeah, it, it definitely varies. Well, I think it's a good segue yeah. and it's kind of the, the next question that I had, you know, when, when we, when people ask us, how do you go about selecting the right integrator, which is what we are, right? We're a systems integrator. What mm-hmm. we tell people is that we want to, you know, an ideal customer for us and things that you should consider in making your decision is find somebody who certainly understands your industry, certainly understands your product, certainly understands uh, your pain points and can recommend some potential solutions, but really who we want to work with are people that are open to creative feedback, creative solutions, and kind of giving us the reins in terms of, you know, we want to understand what you have, but let us design what you need, right, for the mm-hmm. future. So mm-hmm. in, in a marketing world, what advice do you have for businesses when they're looking at, when they're looking to go out and find that right marketing agency or marketing person? What, what advice can you give people to, to help guide that decision? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but the common theme here is clearly define your needs and your goals. Like, what do you need, first of all? Excuse me. So what do you need? And then once you define that or figure that out, then you look at, that's when you start researching different marketing agencies, because some marketing agencies only specialize in communication and social media. Some only specialize in branding. You know, or some do a combination of all things, which I do. So you have to look and see, you know, what companies are what you need, what companies are out there that can potentially give you what you need. And then you obviously just like you're shopping on Amazon, you look at reviews. Do they have customer testimonials? Do they have case studies? Um, Are they sharing like if you need a new uh, refresh for your brand, your your logo, your website, do they have um, (laughs) <laughs> this was a whole this is a whole thing there's a whole story about that shoe right there in front of you patrice you slammed it up there right in the midst of your yeah. flow yeah right. exactly well you know what i'm not gonna let him stop my flow so right. <laughs> you, you look at you look at if they can show if they show what they do well so if they claim that they're great at rebrand or branding brand development. Do they have case studies? Do they have examples of their work? And then you, you guys were talking about culture, your culture. See if it's a cultural fit, you know, meet with that company, meet with that person. Do, I mean, yeah, they may have the skill set, but is their behavior, their attitude, is it really what you want to 
be stuck with for the next two or three months, however long your engagement is, probably not. And they probably won't understand your culture either. So make sure it's a cultural fit. So in a nutshell, that's my advice to companies looking for a marketing agency to supplement their current marketing department or um, just be their marketing department altogether. So find their needs, right? Identify their needs. Yeah. Do some research, right? You've got specialized and you've got kind of all in all in all in one approaches, right? Yeah. Understand mm-hmm. the culture, look for a cultural fit, and then references yep. and relationships, right? And that kind yep. of sums up, you know, the the four those I look those as four key points of going out and mm-hmm. finding the right agency. Um, yeah. Yep. Awesome. All right, Jimmy, yeah. go ahead. You got your shoe out. What, what, yeah, what, what were we distracted. doing here? I, I'm listening, and I'm like, that. That's awesome, and it made me think of. So, what do you what do you think about these, Patrice? We've so been told to wrap the- up in like five to seven minutes too. Jacob's moving me along, so <laughs> I get the color. Right. I see the yeah, I see the Zion green. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Jordan can tell the story if he wants, but. Well, no, it was just, you know, Patrice, you've known Jim long enough. And you know, when he gets something on his mind, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't just kind of dip his toes in the water. He goes in, you know, takes a bath, right? So if you look at this room, (laughs) if we just start there at that podcast room, it started with that one picture up there, the four of us. And then for the next several episodes, we just kept getting more and more and more stuff. (laughs) And then I'm sitting there one night at like 10 o'clock. And he's sending me links. And I'm like, what are you doing? He, we were at ProMat, and there was a group, Covariant, a little shout-out to them. Yeah. And they had yeah. all the same colored red shoes to match their, to match their yeah. brand. Jimmy ah. got pretty excited about that. So gotcha. he, he I started, getting, started getting links to it. He started saying, see what Summer thinks <laughs> about that. And uh, lo and behold, <laughs> I've never seen Jimmy wear a pair of tennis shoes once in my life. Neither. So when he (laughs) sent me these Nike, you know, Air Jordans that he's sending to me at like 10 o'clock at night, I'm like, what are you going to do with those? And that's as far as they've gotten right there in the store. Three pairs, though. I bought three pairs. Yeah. Right. Did you really? I do. I haven't worn a single pair yet. I've got four pairs of Air Jordans (laughs) and I I may have worn Chuck once to church and everybody at church made such a big to do about it that I haven't worn them back. Never again. Yeah, that was I it. had my jeans. I had a, a what yeah. a, what do we call it? The untuck it shirt, and I rocked my yeah. purple Jordans. And I think they were Jordan eight or nines. They they were when I was oh in fifth grade goodness. when they came out. Whatever whatever that was. The, about the time he did Space Jam and the Barcelona Olympics. That uh, yeah, level, they're pretty mm-hmm. sweet. They're probably one of my favorite Jordans. But outside of the the original, the the ones are 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 probably my favorite. But Oh my goodness. It's cool how you, you can blend everything into your brand. And I think you've done a nice yeah. job of, of sharing. Like, I think at the end of the day, for a company like yours to work with with other companies, it's about getting to know it's a discovery process. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you're right. I believe there's a void in the material handling industry. And it's mm-hmm. not because Zion or any ideas we've had. I think we've just approached it different of we just kind of have our own voice and we've got our own unique colors and we focused a lot on brand and Mm -hmm. we spent a lot of time on associating the people and the culture to the brand. Mm -hmm. 
And then we also want to focus a lot of time on the technology. At the end of the day, we we're, we're pretty innovative. We, we do some mm-hmm. really neat stuff with material handling and we wanted, mm-hmm. we want to show that. And uh, mm-hmm. we're in that transition of being able, it takes a long time to get some projects, as you know, um, yeah. in terms of, it doesn't take long to get them. It is a long sales cycle, but once you, yeah. once you even close business, you've got longer lead times. Mm-hmm. Um, just in the industry. So we're super excited mm-hmm. right now to show some of what we've been building. And uh, yeah. we, were, we were very heavy on culture at, at yeah. the start. So yeah. congratulations yeah. on all you've done. If you had, uh, we got two more questions and we'll, for Jacob, yeah. we'll really start yelling at us here shortly. Yeah. <laughs> at us, but um, really enjoyed listening to how do you find the right marketing agency partner? And we've got a really awesome partner. Shout out to Carlton Creative. You've met, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you've met our team and met with them and they're just, they just, they've really helped us a lot. And then we've got yeah. some bright people like Jacob was an intern that came and, and joined us as an intern and he just jumped right in. And, and we've, we've nice. done, we had another intern this summer and um, nice. we, we've, we've really enjoyed the marketing, but I think there's a void. So if you had one word that describes your approach to marketing that sets mm-hmm. designery creative studio apart, what, what is that? What is that? It can be a statement too. Don't overthink yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this question. I'm like, hmm, that's a tough one. And the word that immediately came to mind without thinking is direct. Um, I think it's because I am direct. And so when I, that's the approach, it's very direct. There's no tiptoeing around it. There's no, like, you know, the example that I gave earlier, if you come in with thinking you you know, need one thing, but I'm going to tell you in a nice way. Yeah, we can get there, but I think you need to do these things first in order to get there. So if that's the one where that immediately came to mind was direct. Gotcha. And then we tell the truth. We're straightforward. We tell the truth. And all the proposals that I send, I always write a little letter to the customer. And in a nutshell, it pretty much says, thank you for trusting us. Because it is, it's a lot of trust that you put into that that company or, or that person to help tell the story of your brand and market your brand. So thank you for trusting us. And then the second just highlight is, you know, we build, um, we're engaging or asking you to engage in a creative relationship with us and our, in like all relationships, um, the best ones are based off of truth and telling the truth and just putting our best foot forward. So um, that's, that's who we are in a nutshell. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, let me at we we call this a little outro. It's just kind of a final question. And I've got one more statement, so we won't we won't we won't kill it yet. But or Jacob's going to get you. Yeah. Yeah. This is, is, I steal this right. from um, I steal this from Tim Ferriss. You probably heard if you heard of Tim Ferriss, the four hour work week. He's got a really popular oh, yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. He interviews. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book called The Tribe of Mentors, and he asked like. 10 questions in one of these. So this, this is one of those questions of, uh, I think it's just kind of, kind of cool question to ask. So what is the, one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? And this investment can be money. It can be time. It can be energy. That's so easy. It's investing my time and energy into building my company. It's the best feeling. As soon as I invested 100% of my time in building the designer creative studio and really getting it out there, 
that's when I just a huge weight was lifted. I just felt super light. And I'm like, okay, I know I'm making the right decision because I have no regrets. I have, you know, no second guesses. So yeah, that's super easy. Investing my time and energy into my company. That's awesome. I think we mm-hmm. would, we could say the same thing of mm-hmm. it's, it's just, there's something refreshing about knowing you, you control the direction you control mm-hmm. the decisions, good or bad. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. most people, probably the hardest thing is getting started. And once you've gotten mm-hmm. started, well, there's other hard things. I mean, there's a cost yeah. of entry. There's, you know, there's all yeah. the things in life with us and where you're at and what season of life you're in. But mm-hmm. um, I don't believe we've ever looked back. I think a door closes and a door opens and you had exactly. a similar situation and yep. we wish you all the luck in the world. And uh, if somebody wants to find you, or mm-hmm. reach out to you or connect mm-hmm. with you. We'll put all mm-hmm. this in the show notes as well. I think Jacob okay. will, but what's, what's, how do, how do people find Patrice in the designery creative studio? Yeah. So LinkedIn, um, I mean, the designery creative studio is on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook and Instagram. So it's designing creative studio Just search for that. You'll find us, um, designery creative.com find us there. And then for me, you can find me on LinkedIn, Patrice Adams. Um, you can even email me at Patrice at designerycreative.com. And I'm super responsive. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, final thought, yeah. Jordan, Patrice, anybody? It's just good, talk- good catching up with you, Patrice. Enjoyed yeah. it. Talking with you and getting to learn more about you and your, and your company. And like I said, at the start of this call, just excited to see you doing this. I agree with Jimmy. The hardest thing is when you say getting started, it's really just taking that leap of faith, right? And getting mm-hmm. things going. And once you do that, and if you're dedicated, you're, you're, you're going to find success, right? So excited right. to be with you on here today. And, you know, we've talked over the years, you've always, when you say you've always thought about this, you, we, we've certainly talked about in the past of your desire to mm-hmm. one day do this. So really cool mm-hmm. for us to all be sitting here as, as founders, co-founders in, in our own businesses. So pretty neat story that we're in and and happy to talk about it. Yeah. I just have one final question. I I don't think I've ever asked. I don't think I've ever asked you guys this, but um, where did the color come from? The color green, that, that particular color green come from. Yeah, I can. So there's, I don't remember the, I don't remember the, um, who publishes it. It's some, it's, it's an overseas company. We mm-hmm. tried to get on it several times and we're like, how do you get your logo put on that? If you remember back at our, our previous employer and mm-hmm. I was looking, I had a printout of the top hundred logos and, or not top hundred, but it was, a, it was logos involved with goods to person or some type of technology. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. was looking and I noticed like, there's a lot of, a lot of blue, a whole lot of yeah. blue, um, yeah. red felt kind of old and, and older, yeah. not bad, but just, it just felt yeah. kind of whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and I got to really look in there. We didn't see a lot of green and we wanted to, uh, to do, we tried every single color as Jordan said, it was Jordan <laughs> not me that wanted to go through every color, but we, yeah, uh, right. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, we've got every single color, but, but it's funny you ask this, the, the, the ultimate decision, we knew we kind of wanted to go green. I'm driving yeah. to Louisville and you know, I get on the calls all the time and I've got, yeah. I've got my video playing and it drives everybody cra- crazy, but I'm driving to Louisville one day and I look at my, my little light on my dashboard in yeah. big red, we call it the, the Honda yeah. Odyssey that I drive everywhere. 
and that color green, I took a picture of it. And uh, oh. when I got stopped and I sent it to our design guy, I said, let's get close to that. And oh, nice. That's okay. How, that's how the green that we have today ended up. It, it wasn't an exact variation, but we we wanted a really vibrant green. So that's how it came out. Well, gotcha. you'll, you'll appreciate this too, Patrice. I know we're over on time, but if you look at our, hold on, let me get this right here. You see, you see our little logo. Oh yeah. We did yeah. spend a lot of time on that. And the reason we did that, we really haven't talked about this much is there's, there's Zion, right. And there's Zion national mm -hmm. park. And there's a, there's a trail that Jimmy and Chuck really want to go up. Drew and I, not so much. We said we'd be there for yeah. support, but what we had said <laughs> in creating the logo is it was all about moving forward. Right. Mm -hmm. And connecting the dots and reaching the summit. So mm -hmm. when you look at our logo, you'll see that it's the dots connected. Well, where is it? Mm -hmm. And then there's an arrow at the top. So we had come mm -hmm. up with that for a bunch of different iterations. And it was just a cool, mm -hmm. a cool yeah. story of how we came up with the logo and went yeah. back and forth. On, but it's, it's just about always moving forward, right? Not looking it's kind of a Z. So. It's supposed to be a yep. Z. And yeah, you can definitely see the Z. Yeah. And there's four, there's four dots. Mm -hmm. And for yeah. the four founders. Yeah. 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 It was a See, fun project. Yeah, we I ended up doubling the guy's yeah. pay because <laughs> it, it's kind of like the have you ever heard the Nike trademark or the Nike swoosh, how they came up with mm -hmm. it? Have you heard that story about of course marketing mm -hmm. marketing wise? I think there's some heavy hitters in the industry, but Nike's mm -hmm. gotta be one of the best. Apple's one mm -hmm. of the best. Um but he, he paid somebody at Portland State University, paid a lady like a hundred or two hundred dollars. Well, we mm -hmm. we we did similar. And um, I ended up painting more because I it was a two month process of putting up with me and us and oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Yeah. It is a lot of fun coming up with your brand identity. So yeah. Well, Patrice, we really enjoyed it. We wish you well. We wish you the best. If you're out there Thank listening you. and you're a material handling company, we'll we'll make sure this gets in the LinkedIn. Is uh, there's some good there's some good options out there now, and you're certainly one of them. And uh, we wish you the best. And I'm I'm sure this won't be the last time we we interact and see each other. And thank you oh, for no. giving us some time. And uh, yeah, no, really Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. Awesome.